0: It's Brian Mudd. Download your iHeartRadio app and turn up News Radio six ten WIOD ten twenty one. Welcome back to the show, and we have Natalie Rodriguez who has been covering the latest with Nicholas Cruz in the courtroom.
1: That's indeed correct, Brian. And you know, name after name that's being called out right now by Judge Elizabeth Sher of the victims of the Parkland massacre, and uh, just very stoic, very normal. Uh, guilty pleas coming in from Nicholas Cruz, and you see the cameras kind of panning to the parents that are sitting watching and listening to their child or their loved one's names being called out. It's just heart-wrenching on both sides. Um, I don't think there's any winners here, and of course, with the guilty pleas today, we're going to jump into the jury trial. The jury will be seated likely, according to uh, death penalty experts, and the prosecution will more than likely push for the, uh, to, to try the case as if the pleas were never heard, and try to go back to day one. Of course, the uh, defense will try to push for that not to happen. It'll be a back and forth until the sentencing is drawn out a little bit. Uh, more than likely, minimum life and sen- life sentence and maximum death penalty. So,
0: yeah, that's ultimately what this case will will be about. With those guilty pleas, right. the the case will be uh, about whether it should be life in, in prison without uh, parole or the death penalty, and can't imagine the parents and you know, we talked to so many of them over over the years and including you know of course one Broward school board member Lori L. Hedef, right. and, and three and a half years just to get to this point so you know and speaking of which joining us Broward school superintendent Dr. Vicki Cartwright and you know, Dr. Cartwright obviously you're new to the post and you're your predecessor and in, in place and all kinds of challenges within the school district that you know, ended up resulting in twenty five million dollar settlement with uh, families here just within you know, the recent days. Your thoughts, and, and and how are you going about you know uh, handling today and and these types of sensitivities?
2: Well, first and foremost, thank you very much for having me on your show this morning. Um, you know, we're we're paying very close attention. Um, we've seen in the past the district has. That when there are different activities that have been uh, occurring with, uh, with, uh, Nicholas Cruz and the court systems that we had increase of, of calls and, you know, uh, threats being made at our school sites. And so we're, we're taking this very seriously because you never know when where someone thinks that they're just pulling a prank or it's for fun. Uh, you, you never know when is it the real one. Uh, so we treat every single one of these threats very seriously, as though it is the one, because again, you just never know, and you have to treat it with that much gravity. Uh, so, what we're um, once we started seeing uh, that this was occurring over the weekend, um, is really trying to get out in front um, and reminding our students and reminding our caregivers, our families, our parents, the please have the conversations, students have the conversations with your friends, that this is not a joke. Um, when you make a threat towards a school um, or to our staff or to our students, it will be taken very seriously, and so that's what we did on Monday, and I'm very fortunate to report back out um, that we ha- it's, it has calmed down significantly, um, and we're also extraordinarily grateful for the partnerships that we have with our law enforcement agencies. So we've been in ongoing conversations with multiple agencies. Um, We've also had uh, support at the state level and we're even working with the FBI on this uh, because we are not taking this lightly. And, um again, I'm very, very grateful that our our families are having those conversations with their students, and students are having conversations with their friends, <laughs> you know if they're thinking that they're going to do a copycat or or something to that effect to say, "Hey, you really want to do this because not only are they looking at the threat but they're also looking at who's liking your post um because you know. We need our students to really understand the gravity um, of these things and that we're talking about hundreds of hours of of manpower um, in order to address just a single threat. Um, We're very, very, um, I'll just be frank with you, for our families because we're talking about family members here um, with uh, the massacre that occurred over at that high school and uh, with Nicholas Cruz. And um, our, our, my thoughts and prayers are, are going out to, to to our family members um, as the courts are going on right now because this this just can't be easy for them.
0: Hear the passion with which you speak and uh, the sincerity in your words as well, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure that is appreciated. It, it does appear as though the recent threats that we've seen in, in social media, they're, they're brought, they have been brought about by Nicholas Cruz being in the news because of him playing?
2: You know, uh, I can't say that there is a causal relationship on this. We just know in the past when there's been actions that have occurred in the court systems related to Nicholas Cruz, we have a slight uptick. Um, if it's coincidental or if it's directly related, I, I, I unfortunately, we're not prepared to say that that is what is occurring. Okay. Um, but as I mentioned before, right now, we're just really working hard to monitor closely and to remain as proactive as possible to prevent people from making a life-changing decision um, as a joke.
0: You brought up a really good point, too, from a law enforcement perspective, that it's not just about the person who would put out the threats, but those that would engage with it as well. really important message for parents. Is that something that you have been working to spread the word on?
2: Yes, in fact, that was included in my message that I sent out on Monday, is to say, hey, parents, you know, thank you, or whomever is sending us, uh, you know, screenshots of these threats, please also send us screenshots of who's liking it, because sometimes it's difficult for us to find out who originally made the threat. Um, but whoever's liking the post more than likely has some type of connection to that individual. And so it, it broadens our ability to be able to have a robust um, investigation into it to really determine what's going on.
0: Dr. Carwright, you know, I've talked to L'Oreal Hedef quite a bit about progress that's been made within the Broward School District since the attack. She feels as though progress has steadily been made, more work to do, but steadily been made. Your assessment of the safety in the Broward School District?
2: You know, we definitely have areas that we have done a really fantastic job on doing um, when it comes to school safety. And there are a lot of areas within the Broward County Public Schools where, candidly, we are the, the gold standard Um, for some of the practices that we're doing. And then there are areas that we're continuing to work on. In fact, right now I just left a tabletop activity to come in and talk with you, and when I'm done I'm going to go back to the tabletop um, activity at one of our high schools Um, and why are we doing this so that people have that sense of what's going on and what to do, how to do this, and how to practice, how to plan appropriately. Uh, So it's all in planning and training, and we know that, and we're going to continue to work on that. Um, We're working in partnership. With the Broward Sheriff's Office right now, even with our camera systems, um, on how to up, how to even go in and upgrade some of those systems um, in order to be that gold standard. Uh, so we are going to continue to go forward. Uh, as I mentioned before, we have a lot, and I do mean a lot, of gold standard. Um, best practices, um, safety practices, safety items that are in place. We will continue to work towards increasing those. So for example, recently where we changed for if you're on a 10 to football game, um, you know, this is what's, this is what's gonna happen. You are gonna be wanted. You're not gonna be allowed to bring in these certain items. Uh, just to ensure that we are Proactive um, to situations that are currently occurring uh, within our district, as well as across the entire United States. So it's not unique to us. Uh, we're, we're paying attention um, across our, our counterparts in large school districts as well, in order to learn from and to to position us to be proactive.
0: I'll uh, let you get back to it. I won't hold you up anymore. But I appreciate you taking the time to uh, to share the message with us. Thank you, Broward School Superintendent Dr. Vicki Cartwright. You're listening to the Brian Mudd Show. News Radio 610 WIOD.